President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reportedly spoke last night on the phone. Well, if anything can delay an Israeli ground invasion, it's one of Biden's stories. Did I ever tell you about my track and field days? They call me... They call me the Scranton Flyer. That's as good as comedy gets on late night TV. Now, wait, the writer's strike is over. Are the writers back? Because that, that's with the... That's with the writers, not without the writers. That's it, huh? <laughs> Fortunately, they get their awards from each other. Everyone can be a success if your standards are just low enough. There is an uncivil war taking place in the United States of America. I had forgotten all about Kanye West's anti-Semitic remarks, which cost him hundreds of millions of dollars. And now the Democrat Party should apologize to Kanye West. All right, Kanye, uh, we didn't want to say it out loud then, but we agree with your anti-Semitic remarks. How do you think we got 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds to say that the Jews deserve exterminating? That's your Democrat Party at work. That's a college education. It goes a long way. Just amazing. Harvard-Harris poll, 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States think that the violence in Israel can be justified by the grievance of Palestinians. It's all about the grievance, isn't it? And the, and the racial division and the racial grievance. Your Democrat Party. Just, uh, just remarkable stuff. Man, oh man. Now, there has been a little bit of a rift in the uh, Democrat Party with one Democrat named Congressman Richie Torres. And Congressman Richie Torres was invited to be on uh, CNN because Richie Torres uh, is stirring up some conflict. And you know how cable news loves conflict, so they got the conflict going. And CNN invited uh, Congressman Richie Torres on, and they they wanted to ask him about... uh, hey, you know, uh, Israel is coming off as the bad guy. you got 18 to 24-year-olds who are pro-genocide. They're such anti-Semites, they're pro-genocide. That's your Democrat Party, Deutschland Überales, the 1C conference all over again, part deux. Uh, just, uh, just amazing stuff. But here is uh, Congressman Richie Torres on CNN um, talking about what he's witnessing inside the Democrat Party and and inside the United States. There's been a concerted campaign to demonize Israel as if it is the root of all evil. By the Democrats. And when you systematically demonize Israel, what inevitably follows is the dehumanization of Israeli victims. What inevitably follows is a democratic socialist uh, rally that glorifies the terrorism of Hamas. Uh, And so in my opinion, the, the hatred for Israel, the hatred has been taken too far. And, you know, hatred is dangerous because it can easily harden into violence. Uh, you think? Uh, in fact, this started out with violence and uh, went from there. And then it turns out that the Democrats, they, uh, they have planted the seeds. They have sown the seeds of, uh, of this racial division. It's called diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this is the the animation, the manifestation of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Just extraordinary, this guy. Now, 
Richie Torres is from New York, New York's 15th congressional district. And uh, he's going to have to change parties, I think, because he sounds like he's semi-intelligent and uh, might even be serious on some days. Congressman, New York Congressman Richie Torres. You know, here in New York City, there was a Jewish woman who was punched in the face abruptly, unprovoked, simply because she was Jewish. And so we are seeing anti-Semitic incidents take hold in an atmosphere of amplified anti-Semitism and heightened hatred against Israel as a Jewish state. Um, uh, he, he speaks very well, doesn't he? He makes himself clear he's going to have to become a Republican because this guy can't be a Democrat for long. Um, he's African-American, and, um, and he, uh, he makes sense, so he's got to leave the Democratic Party. And, and he didn't even get into the university uh, protests that are pro-terrorist, the marches in the streets, chanting uh, in favor of the final solution, there is only one solution. He didn't talk about Jewish students having to conceal their Jewishness, their Star of David, but he did talk about one woman who was just punched in the face by a Democrat. He should have mentioned by a Democrat. Ilhan Omar is a radical an extremist. She's a radical leftist. She's a radical Islamist. She is a radical anti-Semite. And it's time in America that we that we called anti-Semitism anti-Semitism, because that's what this is. And the Democratic Socialists of America and the Socialist Workers Party that is the Democrat Party today, um, Ilhan Omar on Friday was uh, being herself and screaming and yelling and she was attacking her fellow Democrat member of the House of Representatives, Richie Torres. How many more killings is enough for you? Is it a thousand more? Two thousand more? Three thousand more? How many more Palestinians would make you happy if they died? Do you, you, will you be fine if all of the people of Gaza were gone? Would that make you happy? Would that be the thing that makes you hmm. proud? And maybe that's the question you should ask Richie. Is he okay? How many more? Palestinian lives, is he comfortable with? It's like in uh, 1944, saying, how many Germans have to die? How many more Germans being dead would make you happy? You're just anti-German. How dare you in the middle of a war? That's, uh, she is an extremist. She's a fanatic. She is anti-Western. She's anti-American. She's anti-capitalist. She's an anti-Semite. She's a racist. She's a Democrat. Congressman Richie Torres was then asked about what Ilhan Omar said about him goading him, taunting him, trying to pick a fight with him. I obviously resent those comments. You know, every casualty is a tragedy. Uh, every war is a humanitarian crisis. But we have to keep in mind the causes of the war. Israel did not start the war. The war was imposed upon Israel by the barbaric terrorism of Hamas which butchered 1,400 Israelis, including babies. Here's a Democrat congressman I could hang out with and have a beer with, and it sounds like he could make sense of things, and he's got to leave the Democrat Party. Uh, CNN did not ask him about the 51% of 18- to 24-year-olds. I'll bet CNN hasn't touched this Harvard-Harris poll. Talked about it last night on my Newsmax show uh, and I'll bet a dollar that CNN and I'll bet MSNBC and I'll bet the Washington Post has not, and I'll bet the New York Times have not touched this 51% of 18 to 
of 18 to 24-year-olds in a Harvard-Harris poll, so they have to believe it, that the violence against Israel, the massacre of children and kidnapping of grandmothers, can be justified by the grievance of the Palestinians. That is a wave of dangerous political extremism that has been made normal by the left on college campuses. We call them Democrats. Congressman Richie Torres talking about Ilhan Omar. You know, my colleague, Representative Omar, you know, has voted against uh, Iron Dome, which is a missile defense system purely defense Israeli civilians from relentless rocket fire. Were it not for Iron Dome interceptions, there would be far more dead Israelis, far more by orders of magnitude. Well, that's what she'd like. And so the policy positions that she has taken would have led to even more dead Israelis and more dead Palestinians. Um, yeah, he's got to leave the Democrat Party. You hear the guy? He makes he makes sense. I want to I want to have dinner with him. I want to talk to this guy uh, because he's not a rectal aperture like Ilhan Omar, and for that matter, like Alexandria Casio Cortez. Alexandria Casio Cortez yesterday was out there ranting and raving and talking about all the Democrats that, you know, now that uh, the Jews aren't being slaughtered, this must come to a stop. I am one of 18 members of Congress that is that 17 or 18 members of Congress now. How many? Um, that have co-sponsored a resolution calling for a ceasefire. She just wants to, now it must stop. Now is when it must stop. It's like you're creepy criminal tattoo face son goes out and attacks someone and beats the hell out of them till they're bloody and then the bloody person stands up and uh, knocks your son down and you say okay now this has got to stop this is has got to stop because they're pro-criminal they're pro-terrorists they're pro-torture they're pro-murder how many times do i have to say this they are in our big cities they're pro-murder and then here comes aoc accusing israel and parroting the Hamas terrorist party line that Israel is guilty of war crimes and must be stopped. War crimes do not justify other war crimes. Really? Because um, I'm not. I'm not so uh, sure about that. I. Let's go to uh, number twenty-one. Because there is a Hamas leader that the Democrats and the media love. They think he's the George Clooney of terrorism. He is the Hamas political leader. His name is Khaled Mashal. Khaled Mashal is a terrorist. And he is where he's in uh, Qatar, um, you know, living the high life, uh, millions and millions of dollars of other people's money. And uh, here is uh, Khaled Mashal uh, spinning, doing what the Democrats do, uh, using the same words that the Democrats use. And uh, claiming, uh, you know, we're we're not terrorists. We're just uh, holding some people as guests. They are not hostages. Secondly, I told you. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Will you let them go? Tamam, tamam. I said we will release them, and that the Qassam brigades announced that. But now they are distributed in different locations. We are keen on their safety. Israel has killed more than 22 of them because of the destruction it has caused. So therefore, if Netanyahu was keen on their safety, if the Europeans and the Americans are keen on their side, let them force Israel to stop its aggression, to stop this genocide, these brutal war crimes which are committed every day. Wait a minute, uh, genocide and war crimes? So those are the same words that the Democrats in Congress are using. They're keen 
on the safety of the people who are not hostages. They've just been distributed. And besides, the Jews already killed 22 of the hostages. That's what he said. Said that Israel has killed 22 of them. And what he's calling for is a ceasefire because of war crimes, which means AOC is parroting Hamas's propaganda by this murderous, blood-drenched terrorist named Khaled Mashal. And if you look at the protests where the Democrats are out there supporting the terrorists and calling for the genocide of the Jews, look at the signs. Black Lives for Palestine. That's a Democrat front group. Pound sign USA funded genocide wearing the Palestinian flag with a bunch of Palestinian flag people. It's the Israelis that are committing genocide, you see. Uh, And uh, the signs are with Palestinian headdresses, young white liberal college students and beyond. Propaganda is conditioning you to accept genocide, right? And the signs about Israel war crimes. Now, that's propaganda. But we've raised a generation, the left has raised a generation in the United States of people that have become genocidal anti-Semites. It's quite extraordinary. Hamas leader Khaled Michel and saying, oh, the, the Israelis killed 22 hostages. You mean you took hostages and put them in targets that you know are going to be Israeli targets? And if they were killed, well, that's why we've got to kill you. Uh, also, I mentioned Israel that yesterday... There's a battle for civilization going on. Yesterday, I mentioned that Israel has put together a team. They did this after the 1972 Munich Olympics massacre. The Israelis put together a team that hunted and shot and killed all of the Islamist terrorists that were involved in that takeover in Munich 1972 Olympics. And they announced yesterday or day before that they have put together a team that will hunt the people responsible for this attack on the 7th and that they will kill them all. And that's something you can be sure they will do because they make good on their word, not like these so-called Palestinian terrorists who are blood-sopped murderers and kidnappers and criminals who must be killed for the good of humankind and civilization. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home you just can't get rid of no matter what you try? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor, your home or your office, with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes. Even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds. I've got two of them humming along at home right now to clear any room of any odor. Plus, there are no expensive filters to buy and replace over and over again. Put it on your calendar. Forget that. You can hold an Eden Pure thunderstorm in one hand, just like this. More than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold. Look at all the five-star reviews online. It works like a champ. And this week, I've got a great deal for you on getting your own thunderstorms because right now, you can save $200 American when you get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for whole home protection. Put one in the teenager's room. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. And because you hang with me, you get free shipping. Free shipping for you. Yes, sir. 
All right, I got a Fox News reporter, a couple of reports I want to share with you as well. And I hope to get to communist China because Joe Biden is doing a horrific job there as well. We're on the ropes, America, but we're going to be okay. We're going to come back. We've been on the ropes before. Don't worry about us. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Oh, let's go back to the telephones. I've uh, got a great Israeli ambassador soundbite for you. And let's go to Steve calling from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Steve, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, good morning, Chris. How are you today? Very well, Stephen. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was just talking, talking to your caller call screener uh-huh. uh in 1973 i was working for one of our alphabet agencies that happens to be down in arlington virginia and i carried a war warning from uh, my agency to Mossad, and on october 4th 1973 and a couple of days later i was uh, an unofficial official military observer on the Golan Front. Uh, my oldest son uh, is now a colonel in the IDF. Wow. His wife, uh, who I talked to just after this massacre happened, uh, is a nurse with Hadassah. And there is absolutely no description that you could possibly put on the air of what these people did down there. Uh, she she was so broke up. She was horrified. Uh, it's you know just absolutely terrible. I uh, Steve, I thank you for calling in, and I salute you and your son, uh, sir. Thank you for calling in, and I I believe we have some audio describing some of what you're talking about. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Now, since we just had a nice call from Steve, uh, who uh, worked for an alphabet agency and in 1973 was in Israel for one of the attacks on Israel by their their peace-loving, murderous, blood-sopped Arab neighbors, their genocidal neighbors, 
Steve, talking about being up in the Golan Heights, I, uh, my best girl and I visited Israel a few years ago. We made our way up to the Golan Heights. Have fun picture of us posing on a burned-out hulk of a tank, uh, a Syrian tank up there on the Golan, looking down into Syria. And when we arrived, I was driving, and when we arrived on the, the top of the hill, um, as we pulled up, ba-boom, ba-boom, uh, two mortar rounds landed at the bottom of the hill because the Syrians were killing each other. You know, it's the neighborhood. And we got out of the car and we were hanging out and walking around and boom, a third uh, mortar round uh, landed. Now, down at the bottom of the hill, if you've been to the Golan Heights, it uh, wasn't scary or anything. It just, you know, Arabs killing each other. It's a, it's a time-honored tradition there. But uh, since Steve was talking about... Um, his son, a colonel in the Israeli Defense Forces, and talking to his wife after the massacre and his wife describing to him what was being communicated and the Israelis, I think, incorrectly, foolishly even, are refusing to release the video and the photo evidence. I know the family members may not want this stuff released, but there is a propaganda war going on that I've been talking about since the day this thing started. The propaganda war... Um, is being won by the troglodytes because the left is on the side of the troglodytes and they've secured information dominance in the United States, America, and beyond. But uh, because Steve brought it up, I want to share with you some audio. The Israeli Minister of Education, so a cabinet secretary in Benjamin Netanyahu's government, he's also a former fighter pilot, by the way, because it's Israel, and his name is Yaov Kish. Yaov Kish was live on the television on the Fox News channel this morning. I think he was in the 5 a.m. hour, 5 a.m. hour, and I was watching it for you. And here is the Israeli education minister and former fighter pilot Yaov Kish talking about uh, what they're experiencing. Hamas is a barbarian group of terrorists. The things that they have done, I think humanity haven't seen since the Nazis. It's uh, something that our people cannot even believe. We have... Uh, you know, I don't want to start sharing, but the things that they did, they cut open a pregnant woman and stabbed the embryo. They did awful things that are not considered to be human. We see them worse than ISIS. Um, and that is, I think, uh, an example of what Steve was talking about there. Um, I'm also reminded of a D.C. city council member, a Democrat who's a liberal named Trayon White, uh, who blames the Jews for bad weather in Washington, D.C., because the Democrat Party, you know, the Democratic Socialists of America, the Socialist Workers' Party, keep your ear to the ground, Education Minister Yaov Kish. And, you know, I heard the debate before when you spoke. I can't even imagine how you allow these people sp spoken for in universities in places like this. Would you allow it to ISIS? support ISIS in universities? Well, he's talking about the protests, the pro-terrorist, anti-Israel, pro-genocide protests on American college campuses. Um, by the way, we were able to check. We have magic machines here, and we can check on some of these things. Uh, CNN has not mentioned the Harvard-Harris poll showing that 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States believe that the violence against Israel is justified by the grievances of the Palestinians. 
CNN has not mentioned that. They don't cover the news. They cover it up. MSDNC has not mentioned that Harvard-Harris poll hasn't come up. In the meantime, today, the left-wing mediaite reports MSNBC Mehdi Hassan is back on the air as anti-Israel as ever, is the headline 20 hours ago from Mediaite. Uh, the rumor was that he had been taken off the air because he's a genocidal racist. He's an Islamist, Mehdi Hassan. He is anti-Western civilization, and NBC News pays him handsomely to be an anti-Semite, to be anti-American. The radical left-wing nation, which I cited in a different context earlier today, with the headline from a week ago, the fight over MSNBC's cave-in to Islamophobia. They're accusing MSDNC, extreme left-wingers that they are, of Islamophobia because they have people that they employ there as journalists who are genocidal anti-Semites. And that's okay with NBC News. They also employ Al Charlatan and beyond. But they took uh, Mehdi Hassan off the air, allegedly. They uh, took Ima Mujahideen off the air. What's his name? Uh, 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 Mujahideen. Yeah, Mujahideen. I call him Ima Mujahideen because given half a chance, he would be um, a Mujahideen. He is, uh, and, and they hire these people because of DEI, because of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Paying no attention to the cultural death cult that is radical Islam, and they hire these people and put them on television and pay them lots and lots of money. Uh, and uh, then when they say what they're invariably and inevitably going to say, they feign shock. One week ago, the New York Post, MSNBC denies report it sidelined Muslim anchors in Israel, Hamas coverage as ratings slump. How could their ratings slump anymore, honestly? But uh, they've got, uh, you know, I'm a Mohadeen, and uh, I, I can't help but call him I'm a Mujahideen because that's the name he should really be known by. The network has lost 33% of its primetime viewers since the deadly attack in Israel. Wow. Also saw its total viewer figures plunge 24% for the four days between October 7th and October 10th. Um, you know, this is the left. Make no mistake about it. All right, let's go back to uh, Yav Kish who is the education minister in Israel. I'm sure that anyone that genuinely concerned with civilian life should demand the immediate and unconditional release of all hostages. I also want to make sure, because I heard that some, I think, congressmen, uh, which you also mentioned, Israel is not doing war crimes. We are focusing on targeting and killing these animals, these terrorists, these butchers. We allow the Palestinians on safe corridors to evacuate to the south. We are not targeting civilian and those who are not involved. <clears throat> now, he's referring to a soundbite I played a little while ago, soundbite number 19 of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, accusing Israel of committing war crimes. War crimes do not justify other war crimes. I, I think what she's, uh, what is there, something about an eye, you know, an, um, uh, one <laughs> an eye for an eye, uh, and... Uh, 
She's not a bright woman. She's an incredibly ignorant, ignorant woman. Uh, the former ambassador to the United States of America from Israel is a man named Michael Oren. And Michael Oren was amazingly on CNN for a brief period of time yesterday. Um, and they didn't talk over him the whole time. Uh, even though they haven't, CNN hasn't mentioned the Harvard-Harris poll with 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in saying that the murders of 1,400 Israelis was justified. CNN hasn't mentioned that. If you're a CNN viewer, you're an ignorant person. If you're an MSDNC viewer, you're an ignorant person. You're an, and you're an idiot for depending on these outlets for your news because you don't get it there. Also, by the way, I talked about it several days ago, the news media has never been held in lower regard in the United States of America than the news media is held today. And uh, that is a, a testament to the wisdom of the American people. Uh, let's go to Michael Oren, the uh, former Israeli ambassador to the United States of America. Mahmoud Abbas, the president of the Palestinian Authority, he's been president. He's now in the 18th year of his four-year term. Why doesn't he stand for re-election? Because in every poll, Hamas destroys him. Hamas has a landslide victory. So Hamas is very, very popular among the Palestinian population. It's why there's a strong feeling among Israelis that we have a conflict not just with the terrorist organization. We have a, we have a conflict with a large segment of the Palestinian people. He's in the 18th year of his four four-year term. Uh, that's very good. They, you know, it's it's the old one man, one vote, one time. Normally it's the left, but it's any authoritarian or totalitarian regime. Sure, we're going to have an election. I'm going to win, and then we're never going to have another election. That's how totalitarianism works. And Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, I've talked about the poll numbers. Their Palestinian polling organization found that hold an election, and, and Hamas has not held any elections since they secured power in, what was it, 2005, uh, and I think that's right. And, um, oh yeah, speaking of which, yesterday I was uh, talking and going off, and, and I was talking to a friend over the weekend, and my friend over the weekend said, you know, there are only 7 million Jews in the world. And yesterday I, I used that number, and I raised, I put a question mark on it, but I went and I looked it up yesterday, and the reality is there are 16 or 18 million uh, Jewish people on the planet Earth, uh, not 7 million, maybe 7 million in the United States or uh, something like that. Uh, the, the, most, uh, the highest concentration of Jewish people in any city in the world is New York City. Not Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, New York City. But never mind that. I wanted to correct that because what I said was, was not correct. And the numbers can be a little squishy because if you have one parent who's Jewish and, you know, if it's your father and not your mother, so the numbers can be uh, somewhat fungible. But CNN and MSNBC have still not mentioned the Harvard-Harris poll showing that 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds believe that the violence is justified. Which goes with, since they're on television, the videos of the Democrats chanting, there is only one solution, and that is the final solution. Amazing and appalling. Amazing and appalling. There is only one solution. It's the final solution. That's in New York City. That's young white people that self-describe as liberal. 
they don't know that they've crossed over. This is the zombie apocalypse that we've been warned about. Let's go to soundbite number five. Number five. Governor Ron DeSantis is taking all kinds of grief from radical left-wing people that call themselves Democrats because he said, listen, we got a bunch of foreign students from Egypt and Syria and, and Jordan and elsewhere from the Arab world, Saudi Arabia, in the United States, and a lot of them have been seen at these rallies and protests calling for the extermination of the Jews and for war against Israel, and uh, Hamas are the good guys and Israel the bad guys. So Ron DeSantis suggested, and I suggested this first, I've got to say, but I'll give Governor Ron DeSantis credit for saying it out loud, that you got these foreign Muslim students in the United States who are genocidal racists, who are rallying and chanting for war and genocide, and we should kick them the hell out of our country. And, of course, oh, no, uh, uh, Cringe was asked about it yesterday. Oh, no, they have a First Amendment right to be genocidal racist because the Democrat Party approves. Now, if you are uh, you know go to a Catholic church, then the FBI is investigating you. Uh, if you don't want your daughter raped by a boy pretending he's a girl in the bathroom at the high school, then the FBI is investigating you. Uh, but we've got a very, very corrupt country. I think we've got a Christopher Ray FBI soundbite for you, too. Ron DeSantis causing all kinds of trouble. When the blood wasn't even dry on the Israelis who had been massacred, you had people in America going out protesting in favor of Hamas. Yes. And that's, like, very chilling. Some of these people are not U.S. citizens. They're student visas. So as president... If you're on a student visa and you're a foreigner and you're out there celebrating terrorism, I'm canceling your visa and I'm sending you home. Sounds like a pretty good idea to me. Um, you know, the enemy within doesn't need to be feted and fed. And, of course, you know, the left is quite insistent that convoys, trucks, convoys of supplies enter Gaza from Egypt, their southern border, to supply the enemies of civilization so that they might kill more. Mm, mm, mm. Let's go to uh, Cobble Kirby. Cobble Kirby's a disgraced former admiral in the United States Navy. And Cobble Kirby, John Kirby, uh, spokesman for apparently the National Security Council of this administration, which is on the side of Satan. Cobble Kirby yesterday was asked about the the pro-terrorist college campus rallies and the professors and faculty that are anti-Israel, anti-Semites. You can't have one without the other. And uh, Kabul Kirby yesterday giving the Biden take on all of that. I would, just tell you, I would just tell you, you don't have to agree with every sentiment that's expressed in a free country like this. Uh, Kill the to, Jews! Um, to stand by the, 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 idea, the First Amendment and the idea of peaceful protest. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. It's eminence front. It's an eminence front. It's a put on. Ah, yes, the Biden administration. They're quite something, aren't they? Still a lot I'm not going to get to today. Hey, choosing a Speaker of the House. Uh, you know what I learned in the last three weeks? Having a Speaker of the House doesn't really make a lot of difference. Except the media gets their panties in a wedge. 
Oh no, we've got to pass bills giving tens of billions of dollars to people making war against other people making war. And if we can't do that right now, then uh, it's the Republicans' fault. What did the... Well, I've got more. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. Republican Senator Ted Budd is calling on the State Department to roll back their requirements for employees to use preferred pronouns. You know, because the Democrats are very concerned about gender dysphoria. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, you feel call me Manashotzi. And then, then we will have the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just extraordinary. Uh, yes, sir. Your Democrat Party. The uh, the number of terrorists coming across our southern border is breaking all records. 151 people on the terror watch list caught crossing our border in the fiscal year 2023. The government can't use the Gregorian calendar. Too difficult for them. Uh, we've got people flowing in by the hundreds from Iran and Iraq and Afghanistan and even Yemen and uh, and beyond across our southern border. And those are just ones the ones we catch. The, the ones that really don't want to be caught, uh, they don't get caught. Uh, let's grab a uh, call. We're almost out of time, but let's go to Joe calling from Spotsylvania County, Virginia. Joseph, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Joe. Uh-oh. Joe's not there. That's what happens. The last uh, last opportunity of the day, too, and Joe uh, Joe's not there. Joe's not there. I'm telling you. Here's, uh, um, here's another headline. FBI, like an FBI SWAT team dressed like a military team. FBI races past protesters screaming, kill the Jews, to arrest woman praying silently outside an abortion clinic. Uh, now that's a Babylon Bee headline, but it, it, uh, it's perfectly plausible. That's the beauty of the Babylon Bee is that uh, it's kind of like my life on the radio. As a uh, wonderful Chicago listener pointed out to me, challenged me once in Chicago, who writes your jokes for you? And I said, nobody writes my jokes for me. I, they just occur to me. And he said, no, the Democrat Party writes your jokes for you. I said, well, that's true. And for the Babylon Bee, too. Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 